to another episode of Processes. This week, we will be finding out how we make carbon steel conventionally and how we can reduce our reliance on petroleum chemicals. I'm joined by two scientists who are currently researching arc furnaces for the production of carbon steel. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for inviting us. So before we get into the juicy stuff, what is carbon steel? In his encyclopedic Dictionary of Polymers, Gooch defines it as a strong, hard steel that derives its physical properties from the presence of carbon. This includes any iron with a carbon from about 0.25% to up to 1.4% for high carbon steel. Wait, what's the difference between low carbon and high carbon steel? Other than the carbon content, of course. As the amount of carbon content increases, the alloy becomes stronger but harder to work with as it is more brittle. So how would you conventionally produce carbon steel? Both steels are made almost the same way. When iron ore is mined from the ground, it normally has a very high oxygen content, as iron exists as an oxide naturally. This ore is conventionally put into a blast furnace and reacted with coke, baked coal. This reduces the iron oxide and produces carbon dioxide, and pig iron comes out in liquid form. This has too high of a carbon content, as the oxygen was replaced by carbon monoxide, so pure oxygen is pumped through to reduce the amount of carbon. Depending on how long oxygen is blown through, changes the carbon content. Let's say you have some low carbon steel. What would it look like? What could you do with it? At this point, it has just cooled. Now, depending on how you cooled it, you would have an ingot or a sheet of low carbon steel or a rod. The majority of the steel is either in a sheet or a rod, depending on the application. From here, if it was low carbon, you would use it in most common ideas of steel, power pylons, buildings, or anything that will need to take much stress or strain. As I said before, as the carbon content becomes higher, the material becomes more brittle and harder to handle, but it is stronger so it, it is usually used to make drilling tools or cutting tools. Let's have a break, and when we are back we can talk about how your research in arc furnaces would reduce our dependence on fossil fuels. back and onto arc furnaces. So what's the deal? Do you just pump an electric current through a furnace? Not quite. With arc furnace we don't need to start off with pig iron. We can use scrap metal if there is iron present. The scrap metal is charged with electricity before being placed in the furnace which can be very dangerous. A massive spark could happen igniting any grease on the metal causing an explosion or the solid metal could cause the molten metal to splash out. Once the scrap is in, the lid closes and the electrodes charge, while the electrodes are firing slag forms. What's slag? Slag is the name for the mixture of impurities on the surface, which is useful in the sense that it reduces heat loss and damage to our reactors. Due to the combustion of iron, there is also iron oxide in the slag. To fix this, we add coke to the slag, which reacts, forming carbon monoxide, which causes bubbles to form in the slag. As more oxygen is added to the reactor, more impurities combust, resulting in pure steel. If the steel doesn't need to be precise, as soon as the slag is detected foaming, the mixture is poured out as steel. But if it does need to be accurate, a small fraction of the reactor is analyzed by a mass spectrometer, and when the carbon to iron ratio is correct, the mixture is poured out. The mixture is poured out into whatever mold is required. So why would a company using the blast furnace technique move to an arc furnace? It depends. If there is a source of iron ore, cheap and readily accessible, 
then a blast furnace is probably cheaper, but otherwise you would be better off with an arc furnace. Blast furnaces can produce about an order of magnitude more steel per day than an arc furnace, but it is much more expensive. Also arc furnaces can make other alloys than just carbon steel. Why bother with this process in the first place? Why not just use an easier method to extract the metal? Well, if we used just iron ore and produced iron, it would be significantly weaker as the carbon content in iron is higher than carbon steel. So why not a different metal? Copper is easier to extract, hence the Bronze Age predating the Iron Age. But copper is even weaker than iron. Other metals, like aluminum and zinc, take even more work to extract. But an arc furnace can deal with these metals. Thanks for explaining how carbon steel is currently being produced. It was incredibly informative. Thank you for having us on the show. Join us next week as we find out how carbon nanotubes are made.